I want to go to Isaiah 41 and 10 today. This is our vision casting Sunday. It is a little different than other Sundays because I share some stories of what God is doing and uh, what God has, I felt, told me to do. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. There's nobody beside him, amen? I will strengthen you. How many need strength? It needs to come from the Lord. I will help you. How many need help? I will uphold you. That means you're not going to fall. And if you do, you can't fall through because his arms are underneath you. Amen, somebody. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Anybody know where Jesus sits on the right hand? He's going to uphold us by himself. Amen. It's going to be a powerful, powerful thing to see how many times God has upheld us when we thought we were just barely getting through. We're going to get to heaven and see all the times when God's hand was holding us, Sister Kim, when he was just holding us. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the halls of faith and the Hebrews. We thank you for all the many accounts of individuals who heard from you, walked through that path, walked through those doors and saw what you asked them, what you brought to their life, saw what you had told them would come. And I believe that you're still doing that work in this last day in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. You may be seated. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. The conviction of things not seen or the, the assurance of things not seen. Hope is the assurance. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. And so we have to be hoping for something. Anybody hoping for something this year? Y'all are scared, aren't you? 2020, we came through. Did you see that meme? Nobody's hoping for a bright new 2021 because they're afraid. I bind fear in the name of Jesus. We ought to have hope in our hearts. We ought to have a desire for something greater. We ought to be building up because faith needs something to work with. And your hope is what faith works with. If you hope for nothing, your faith has no substance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So if you work backwards to hope, what are you hoping for? Well, I'm hoping this year for souls to be saved. I'm hoping for a large gathering in. The Lord has given me unified and multi unification and multiplication is two words to focus on this year. And that's that's maybe a, a doubling of this church. That may be, I I'm keep on seeing 100 souls. I keep seeing 100 souls, 100 souls in this church by the end of 21. And I believe that. I believe God can do that. And that's what I keep seeing in prayer. It keeps on just jumping off the page at me every time I see a hundred somewhere. But I believe that God can do that. That's what I'm hoping for. And so my faith can then go to work on what I'm hoping for. And what my faith says is my faith says I'm going to get obsessed with, and I have a bumper sticker that says obsessed. I have, I, I'm, I'm going to get obsessed with winning souls. I'm going to get obsessed with praying for people. I'm going to get obsessed with teaching Bible studies this year. If, if you never throw yourself 100% at anything, how will you know if you've ever truly or never truly given yourself to something 100% if you could have? 
If, if you live a life where you don't take the leap of faith, and that's what I want to talk to you for a little bit about today is taking the leap of faith. Some of you in here are looking at different situations and different circumstances in your life for 2021, and I'm saying run at it and jump. I'm saying take the leap of faith. Trust God to hold you in his right hand and take a leap into the future because God doesn't want you to be stuck. He doesn't want you to be stagnant. He didn't design you to be barred up and contained. He designed you to have the freedom to run at something. And the Bible even says, resist the devil and he will flee. If you just resist the enemy and he will flee, I wonder what would happen if you lunged at him a little bit. I wonder what would happen if you just swung at him, everyone. Brought a haymaker at him. I wonder what would happen if you just threw a combination in prayer. I think the devil would be not only afraid of you because he not only knows the name, but he, he's afraid of those who have the name on their life. But I believe that you would push back some things that have tried to encroach in your life this year. In 2020, some fears that tried to get down into your soul. I believe that they, that they would be just cut off at, at the roots and you would feel something different in your life and you'd start to understand that there is no place for fear in the walk of God. There is no place for fear. And Isaiah 41 and 10, and 10 says, fear not. It doesn't even ask you what your fear is. It doesn't even ask you whether you deserve to be afraid of it. It doesn't ask you whether you have PTSD because of the trauma you've been through. It says, whatever you go through, I know it's difficult. I know some of you have to go through psychological help in order to take care of those fears. But you better deal with it because the Bible says, I don't care what it is, fear not. That is where you start. That is the only way you're going to run at this leap of faith is if you remove the fear from what might be, what could be, what may be, what should be, but you can also feel God empower and encourage you by living a life of faith. And I want to win the faith and fear battle, amen? How many want to win the faith and fear battle? Fear's always gonna be there. It's being sold. It's being told. It's everywhere. But faith has got to rise up in the body of Christ and be louder than the fears that are in this earth. Amen, somebody? So fear not, for I am with you. That's the answer. How can you run at this leap of faith? Leap of faith is, a, is an idiom that started back in the 1800s by a man who was was a philosopher, but he was also a learned theologian, and he used the leap of faith to, to, to kind of coin the phrase, leap of faith means to believe in something with no evidence for it, or to attempt an endeavor with, that has little chance of success. Have you ever had that word come across your lips? Well, it's a leap of faith. I don't know. I don't have all the proof. I don't have all the answers. I don't have all, all the things lined up that would make it happen, but I'm going to take a leap of faith. Anybody ever done that? Taking a leap of faith in a relationship, taking a leap of faith in a job, taking a leap of faith in your, in your, in your future. Continuing, actually, through life is not necessarily an easy way 
to, to, to look at life as a leap of faith. You, need, you do need to have some grounding, some understanding. Scripture tells us that we don't just take leaps of faith without seeking counsel, okay? So I'm not saying just run off some, some random, you know, choice cliff and, and, and decide that, yeah, God's going to catch me every time. God will catch people. I've seen him catch people that didn't deserve to be caught. Amen, somebody? I've seen people make decisions that I, like, I don't know how they got through that. I don't know what they're... Every, Everybody, anybody ever do that? What were they thinking? You've been there. I've been there. Yes, we've all been there. Sometimes I've looked at myself and thought, what was I thinking? When I started this church, I thought, what was I thinking? But God was with us, and we took the leap of faith, and we started a church, and now we're here, and God has blessed it. Amen? And so I'm going to take a few minutes to tell a few stories. And this is not a normal service, but this is a a faith-building service, yes. And it is also a vision-casting service. Our vision for this year is unified. We are going to be stronger together. I believe God's gathering us home. You heard me say that. I believe that Life Springs unification is about unison. It's about coming together in prayer and fasting and all the things that scare the kingdom of darkness half to death. Amen? somebody, that when we begin to do this together, that there's a power in unity. They were all in the upper room together, and when they all were together, they were in unity, and when that unity came, there was a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. The first church was birthed in unity, amen? They were unified. So I wonder what would happen if we focus on being unified as we get close to the coming of the Lord, amen? I wonder if we couldn't have a multiplication where it spills out into the streets and 3,000 end up in the church by the end of the year. I wonder if you have any faith like that. I've got some crazy faith, amen. I can believe stuff that you can't even understand how I believe it. I don't even understand how I believe it myself, but faith is often crazy in one season and faith in another, amen. Oftentimes what's crazy in one season of your life, leaving a job, starting a church, not having any money to do so, having a team that's together with certain people that are not even here now. It's been, it's been a, a little bit of a turnover and those people have gone on and they've moved into different uh, states and so we know that even though we started it, we didn't have all the answers. We didn't know what we were supposed to do but even in those moments, everybody might look at you and go, that's crazy. Even in that season where someone says, that's crazy. Now the church is here. Now we're over here and that's called faith, Amen. Everybody say crazy faith. Sometimes you have crazy faith. I went on a prayer drive two years ago. I believe I'm still living in the revelation I got two years ago for where this church is headed. This church needs to have three services every Sunday here. This church needs to have three services every Sunday here. And then God's going to put us into what I see next. I took a prayer drive. I told the Lord, I said, I'm not hearing what I need to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Give me the next 10 years. And I believe we're two years into that next 10 years. And God took me to several places. First of all, he took me to this building. And he showed me a building that was empty. And the building is the former fun world in Brookfield. I personally don't believe God called us to plant a church in Brookfield to put one foot in Waukesha and one foot in Brookfield. I don't believe that's God's will long term. I believe God's going to put us all the way in the city. And this is the building he drove me to when I went on a prayer drive. And he said, you can have it if you want it. And I was like, well, that's $3 million. Anybody got $3 million they want to give in the offering today? Anybody? No? No No takers? Okay. 
well, that's $3 million that I didn't have. And that's crazy faith, but you know what I said? I'll take it. He said, if you, have it, if you want it, you can have it. And God has never talked to me like that. I've always thought of God as, if you need it, I'll give it. But God started saying to me, if you want it, you can have it. You're going to have to go after it, but if you want it, you can have it. I started looking into the building. The building was way too much, and the roof had problems, and all the HVAC had to be redone at a cost of about $150,000. I was totally discouraged by the process of finding out about this building. But I still believe the Lord told me you can have it if you want it. Amen? And so I started praying and just standing. I was in my car, took this picture from my car, and I started praying, and the Lord said, I will refurbish the building for you. I will renew that building for you in the next 10 years, and you will walk into it. You will not pay $150,000 for the HVAC. You will not pay all this money, and there's someone that bought the building in between us and the 10-year marker, and that is Stefan Soccer. They put a whole new roof on it, all new electrical in it. They paid the hundred. $50,000 for all the HVAC and we are someday, I believe in the name of Jesus, going to be in that building and someday. I believe that because I believe God told me and I'll tell you why I believe that's possible. Not because the money's sitting here, not because we're all rich, not because we have the down payment already, but because God told me if you want it, you can have it. And I said, well Lord, we don't even have a home in this city. We're still renting in this city. We need to be established in this city. He said, well drive out of the parking lot and turn left. And maybe you're not the type of person that likes or is comfortable with someone saying they hear from the Lord. Maybe that's not something comfortable for you. But I still have the Holy Ghost, and I believe God speaks to your spirit. And so he told me to turn left, and I didn't even know there was a subdivision up over the hill behind that building. I turned left, went over the hill, and I started driving around, and I came to this little house that had been sitting on the market for over nine months. It had been remodeled on the inside, and it was set up, and it was high. It was priced at, at something that I, I, I thought maybe we could get into it. I didn't know for sure. I didn't have the down payment saved at the time, and I I pulled up next to it, and the Lord said the exact same words to me. You can have it if you want it. If you go after it, I will give it to you. We met the realtor. The next day, my kids were like, yes, let's do it. My wife was like, I don't know how we found a house we agree on, but let's get it. And so we walked through the house, and I didn't walk through the house going, I don't like that. That's not what I want. I'll get the different house with something else. I walked through, and I said, Lord, I can work with that. Thank you. Thank Thank you for that. Thank you for that. This is my, I walked through it like it was my house. And I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. No, I don't like that, but I'm going to remodel that. I can DIY that all day. Let's go. I was like so pumped up. And so I was like, we're going to get that. And we met the realtor at the island in the kitchen. And, and I said, I don't know if you have any faith in God. I said, but the Lord told me this house is ours if we want it. And he said, well, I listened to the Lord every morning. And he started tearing up. And we began to hold hands and pray together right there at the island and I believe God was doing a work on his heart while he was doing it well that's the same day that the Lord told me we can have the other building is the day that the Lord told me we can have this building and I got the keys to that house I've got the keys to that house so I wonder if God wasn't telling us the same thing that 10 years from now we're gonna be in that other building if he gave me the house he can give us that building and I believe it in faith that is my vision. That is where God's taking us. That is going to be Life Spring Church one day in Brookfield. I believe it in Jesus' name. I'm excited.
Because if God can give me the house off the same statement, and I didn't have the down payment, and we weren't set up right, we didn't have all our ducks in a row, but God gave it to us anyways, God opened the doors, he'll open the door for that. Amen? We're going to take off that... We're going to take off that Ferris wheel thing that was from Fun World, and we're going to put a beautiful front on there with windows. But I can tell you one thing. Jesus is going to be glorified in that building. It's not going to be a, because one person heard something. It's going to be because Jesus did it. And he's not only going to do it, but he's also going to fund it. Hello, somebody. Do you believe that? When God does something amazing, we shouldn't sit down and just think that, hey, just because God gave us the building, our faith should park. That's not how it's going to be. We're going to have a state-of-the-art facility in that building. We are going to have a kid's life that's a place that draws students from around this city and around the world. I believe some people are going to come to see how we run Sunday school. Somebody is going to underwrite the whole thing, the remodel and state-of-the-art state of that building, somebody is going to underwrite the whole thing in Jesus' name. We will always be in abundance in that place if the Lord wills it, and there's going to be an opportunity for businesses and major donors to give through the church, and we are going to reach souls through that building. That building is not an end-all. We are the church. That is where the church will meet, and that is where people will be saved, and Christ will be glorified through that vision. Amen? Amen? And he will equip the body of Christ from daily preaching and weekly services from that place. And Brookfield will have a forever established oneness, Holy Ghost preaching, Holy Ghost infilling church in the city. Amen? No more leasing. We will own it. Amen? And there will be abundance in the kingdom of God. There's room for expansion there. And I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> I'm just obsessed with it. That Jesus is going to do a great work through it. How many know that God can? We're going to take the leap of faith this year. We're going to start building for our future. We're going to start a capital campaign that's going to allow us to set aside the down payment for the building. And it may be eight years out. No, it's... It's, we're 10 years in. I mean, it was a 10-year plan that was in 2018. So 2019, 2020, we're going into the seven years. It's eight years, seven years away. I believe God can do it. Amen? There's all the kinds of accounts of people that had amazing faith in Hebrews chapter 11. You can read through it. It's impressive, the list of men and women in the Bible who took the leap of faith. And I believe we can do it. These are just a few of the people that were mentioned. By faith, Noah obeyed God and built an ark to the saving of his family from the flood. If I told you that I was starting a capital campaign this year to build a spaceship, to go to Mars 3, and you and all of us have never seen Mars 3, it's not even been found yet, <laughs> but I believe the Lord told me, hallelujah, get the southern preacher out. Yes, the Lord's taking us to Mars. And I start taking in income, and some business guy hears the voice of the Lord and gives a $20,000 check, and we start building money and start building a spaceship in the parking lot. What would you guys call me? Crazy. You gone crazy. Did you know that that's basically what it was like to be Noah? Never saw a raindrop. Didn't even know what it was like to have water like that. 
And he not only started, but brought his whole family into the nonprofit. Nonprofit. They thought he wasn't a prophet, but he really was a prophet. I'm playing with words right now. He started preaching for 100 years, he preached. We're going to Mars. It would be like that. We're going to Mars. We're building a spaceship in the parking lot. He built an ark, though, to the saving of his family from the flood, the Bible records. There had never been rain before. He got in the ark and said, how do you like me now? No, he didn't say that. He was grieved at the loss. Yes, he was, because he preached for many years. But he was willing to obey God even when it seemed strange. And so we're going to put money aside even though we don't have the idea that we're buying a building for another seven years or eight years. We're going to set the money aside so when we get there and God opens the door on that building, we're going to walk in and they're going to say, do you need financing for 20, 80, 30% of it? And we're going to say, no, thank you. Jesus has got the down payment. And we're going to pay that building off in one payment. I believe that. I believe it with every bit of my heart and soul that God can do stuff so big. And yes, it's crazy hearing it right now, but what's crazy right now is faith later on. Amen? What was crazy looking at a house and a building that we couldn't get to is now faith we're living in. Amen? We're believing God for it. Amen? And that may just be my story. My story of faith is beautiful, but he said the church and the dwelling in the same day, and I believe he's going to do it. By faith, Abraham prepared to sacrifice his son, sacrifice his son, prepared to sacrifice his son, believing God would provide a lamb. By faith, Moses chose to side with Hebrews rather than stay in Egypt, Egypt's palace. By faith, Rahab risked her life and sheltered enemy spies in her home. All of them took the leap of faith. I wonder what God wants you to do. Stop running from that leap. Stop hiding on the side of yesterday. Stop living in the past. Get the courage that comes from the Holy Ghost and run at it and jump. And he will catch you, I promise you. I'm the story. My life is the story I'm telling today. Because I've left jobs that were supposed to be good. I've, I've lost jobs that were supposed to be my retirement. And every time that happened, I just said, God, you're more powerful. Your deliverance is real. Your rescue in times of need is true. And I believe you. And you're still a miraculous God. And he's still on the throne. Amen? Amen. He can do it. Take the leap of faith. That's my message today. Can you receive it? Amen. Let's stand. I don't know if you can hear my heart, but I believe that there's faith rising in somebody, that you're going to leave here this week and you're going to take the leap of faith. I don't know if that's starting a business. I don't know if that's doing something with your family or, or, or reaching out to a family member who hasn't talked to you in a long time to repair broken bridges. I, I hope that somewhere it's putting faith into action in your life through this message, that you start out of here and you say, I can do this through God in all things, in all things. I can do it through God. Greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. And I can do all things through Christ. I believe that. Stepping out in faith requires trusting God. But you have to put your weight out there. You can't just lean on one foot 
and test the waters. You can't just live at the edge and say, well, I'm living on the edge. I'm right here. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. When God tells me, I'll jump. God's already said it. Jump. Take the leap of faith. He's going to back you up. What would you do? Hear me carefully. Last statement. What would you do if you were convinced that God would back it up? What would you do? It's an old Jeff Arnold statement. But it, he said it in a conference, and it has forever changed my life. I thought, what would I do if I was convinced that God wouldn't let me fall? I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump again and again. Y'all better keep up. I'm just saying. <laughs> you got to believe in it. You got to see it like it's there. You got to see it as if it were. See, God sees things that are not as though they are because he's Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. He sees it as if it's already there. He sees this church already in this building if he tarries. Amen? If he does not come back for his church, we will be in that building in 10 years. I promise you that. You come, you go, whoever's here, we're going to be there lifting up the name of Jesus. And as sure as I'm living and sleeping in the house, he said, you can have it if you want it. We will be in the building. He said, you can have it if you want it. And I believe that we're going to start building our down payment this year toward that future in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Let's thank the Lord that we can have a future focus, that we can take the leap of faith and Jesus is with us. Amen. 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 Let's sing this song together. Worthy to be praised. I'm gonna play the drum. Sing unto the Lord and bless his holy name. I will sing unto the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. I will sing unto the Lord and bless his holy name. You are holy, you are righteous. your name. 